Hello and welcome everyone to the Connected Podcast, a very special Connected Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology and anything else that feels right. I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom and our guest joining us today is the beloved co-host Sasha Wuzu. Sasha, how are you? I'm well, thank you very much. How's it going? Yeah, it's 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 good. And, you know, there's a reason why Sasha is the co-host, which I'll get on to. Um, Sasha is a PRO director here at Mediacom. It's worked at the company for nearly six years, started your career um, in the recruitment industry after studying law and then switched over our gain to become planner buyer at TED in 2017. And you now lead a team working on a variety of accounts. But of course, very importantly for me, you're also the co-host of the Connected podcast. And personally, you've been a brilliant reverse mentor to me for a number of years. Um, I have persuaded him rather reluctantly to be the guest on the podcast today because he's had the huge and very well-deserved accolade of being recognised as a face to watch by campaign. So let's start with our traditional question and say, how's the last year been for you, Sasha, both professionally and on a personal level? Well, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. Um, this does feel extremely weird being on this <laughs> side of the table, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to enjoy oh, it as much as I can. <laughs> How's the last year been for me? If I'm honest, I think it's been a good year. It's been a challenging one, but a good one. Um, on a work front, we've had quite a few changes within the team, but I think we've built up a resilience and a perseverance with, with, between us to push on and ensure that we've created really, really good, well thought of campaigns for our clients. Um, one of the things that we wanted to achieve earlier on in the year is just to raise the profile within Pro. I think we're a unique team that gets to work across press, radio and outdoor um, in all our response briefs. So that's been a good thing, sort of raising the profile within our team. And then on a personal level, raising my own profile, of course, co-hosting uh, the belonging, po- belonging, which we might change it to, <laughs> the Connected podcast, of course. And then one of the things I wanted to do this year was speak at an event. I just wanted to push myself to do so. And uh, I managed to do that at Adweek, which I thank mm. you for as well. That really was cool. Good. It was good, wasn't it? it was a I good really week. enjoyed that. There was a lot of honest, we did a, for everyone that didn't see it, we did a, a panel about belonging and about change and, and um, inclusion at work. And there was, um, and, and, and Sasha and Benita were um, both on it. And there was a lot of very straight talking. I think I was, I was proud of uh, the, th- the, the topics we raised, yeah. No, completely. And I think it was needed as well. Um, yeah. It's a discussion that's been going on for too long and it was good to get straight to the point and, and deliver our points on that. Um, on a personal level, I'm making music again, which is great. Um, yes, great. I think when I'm when I'm making music, I'm always in a better space. We work, so we work. I didn't want to put that in the intro in case you didn't want to talk about it, but talk a little bit about that. Yeah, of course. So um, I'm part of a duo called Billy Dukes, which is a hip hop rap duo focused predominantly on hip hop, jazz, soul um, and all the good stuff. We released an album in 2018 called The Intervention. Yes, it's available everywhere. Shameless plug. Um, yeah, so, too right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been back and forth about what we wanted to do. And mm. we thought about just making a few singles. And before we knew it, we had maybe seven or eight tracks that were on this way to sort of create an album. So we're, we're, we're pretty much maybe about 70% done. Uh, we hope to release a few songs this year before we go on to release next year. So I'm enjoying that. And alongside, you know, working, I feel like I'm in a much better space this year before we hit the, the Christmas chaos. So yeah, feeling feeling good. 
Good. And 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 note to self, you know, before you get world famous, the the theme tune to the podcast really doesn't need updating. <laughs> just just so we've uh, talked about that. But yeah. Um. So I've known you now. So how long? When did we start the reverse mentoring? I think it might have been the start of, uh, or maybe halfway through 2018. Yeah. So it's been it's been a few, it's been a, it's been a few few years now, four four years now. Um. And obviously, I've seen kind of changes in you and um, your profile um, and what you've been taking on since then. Yeah. I suppose the question is, is what are those experiences either in your career or in your personal life that yeah. have given you the capability to reach that, the, the, you know, the, the heights that you've re- reached now? But I mean, this is just the start of, 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 of your of your journey, I think. Thank you. I really do appreciate that, Sue. Um... Of course, the reverse mentoring scheme has been a massive help and I thoroughly enjoy our sessions. With that said, to answer your question, um, I don't believe there are any particular experiences or any notable experiences that have brought me where I am today. I think the recurring theme has just been one of resilience and perseverance and maintaining a go-getter attitude no matter what. I wonder if you could talk a bit about your kind of previous career and and the difference in culture because I think that's one of the things that I think it's just useful to kind of reflect on. Mm. No sure why not um I studied law at university I went on to convert my course to a full law degree I had high hopes of fulfilling a career within law but I shortly realized that that environment just wasn't for me so to keep myself afloat I landed a job within the recruitment sector and within the law department I was quite I guess it was a shock, you know, going into a new role like that. It was the culture itself was a shock. Very fast paced, very sales driven. There wasn't any room for you to be yourself. You had to adapt and adapt fairly quickly. And going from that into something like Mediacom, where I can truly be myself and I truly feel as if I have a sense of belonging. It opened my eyes to a lot of things and I didn't quite understand how... I don't want to say free, but I don't understand just how much I could be myself at work because of my previous experiences. So it was an eye-opener for sure. You know, now being five to six years in within Mediacom, I really do feel welcome. I really do feel as if this is my home. And that's the difference to the previous culture that I had working in the recruitment sector. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that does take us to the, to the uh, uh, you know, uh, our standard standing question now, which is, um, what does belonging mean to you? It's obviously very important to us. It's funny when I ask everyone this question that, mm. and everyone gives a different answer. I'm always like, yeah. what, how would I answer this myself? And for me, it's just it's about being in an environment where you have a level of comfortability to be the best version of yourself. Um, yeah. And I mean, we discuss this a lot. And of course, you're 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 an absolute champion for belonging, uh, and we have various advocates in this company as well. But belonging, especially within the workspace, it's about allowing yourself to be in an environment where you can truly be accepted for who you are and that and that enables you to bring the best version of yourself to have employees who truly believe that when they come to work they're truly themselves and they can be accepted for whatever it is however they come um truly allows them to work in the best way possible of course diverse audiences that you may want to reach i don't Mm. think we could truly reach that unless we have the diverse people within the building so that in a nutshell is what belonging means to me it's just about having the opportunity to be yourself at any given possible moment within within whatever space you're in that's a great answer um 
what do you hope to achieve by the end of next year? Mm. A lot on going a, on. Yes, yes, there is. For, by the end of next year, on a work front, I think it's awards for me. Um, you know, I, I sit down and I watch the awards come from every year and I'm like, yeah. okay, no, it's time now. And I think especially working the team that I'm in, we have a unique opportunity to reach multi-touch points across the various journeys. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, we keep calling ourselves pro, but at some point we might have to change it to prod or drop as we go into the way of digital. So we're going to have to yeah. include digital at some point. Um, and I think with that, we just have the opportunity to create really good, fantastic campaigns for our clients. So um, awards is one thing I definitely want to be involved in, and I'm going to be pushing our team to get involved in that. And I'm sure you can help as well. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would love to and then on a personal of course releasing the album would be fantastic but oh, I, yeah. I, I definitely want us to do festivals this year uh, oh doing, amazing doing oh i'm coming really let important. me know i'm I mean, there whoever's listening to this who can who can make that happen please do um but no festivals would be great i think when we released the album in 2018 we did our headline show which was really amazing we did a few gigs in and around london as well um but it would be really good to release it in time to be considered for festivals and so on so that would be something that would be a lifetime achievement absolutely amazing i love a bit of live music as you know so uh, i'm there um okay and now the questions the personal questions and mm-hmm. that you've asked these so many times so now Jesus. here we go we're going to ask you what is your favorite line from a poem a song or a book <laughs> i often ask this question and people break the rules by saying to yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm going to break the rules and say two, oh, but eventually oh. I'll, I'll whittle it down to one. But, you okay. know, um, OK, so my first one is from a book that um, I got from Mediacom. And I can't remember. It might have been, you might have been even given it to me, but it's by Susan Jeffers. And it's a feel the fear and do it anyway. And it was at a time where, um, of course, there was like a, a, a really steady progress in terms of, mm. you know, climbing up the role. And. The more senior I was becoming, I was realizing that there's a lot more responsibility. And the quote that I took from that is pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. And that for me is I just don't want to have a sense of regret. And um, I remember even having a conversation with you where you asked me, um, where would I like to be in a couple of years time? Where do you see yourself being in a couple of years time? And I remember saying to you, if I could go out maybe a couple of roles or get enough to to get on the property ladder, I'll be okay. And you were like, why don't you go for director level? And I was like, director level, how? Um, and it's, it's, it's that sort of conversation that led me to think, I just don't want to regret later on in life why I didn't push myself to do more. So that's the first one. And then the second one, of course, you know, I'm a massive, massive music man. Um, And one of my favourite rappers, Kendrick Lamar, brought out uh, an album called, um, oh gosh, what's that album called? It's called, okay, I can't remember the album. But the the song is called Growing Apart. And he's got a line on there where he says, we all get distracted. The question is, would you bounce back or bounce backwards? On the song, he's actually talking about his relationship with a woman and he feels like they're going through a rocky patch and he wants to know whether they're going to bounce back or bounce backwards. Yeah. But the way I've taken that, I've just taken that in all sense of life. So, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, it's just got to be a, a a bounce back attitude rather than a bounce backwards. So it's just always just looking forward, it's telling myself that this is what's going to happen, how it's going to be done. It's stuck with me for a very long time. I'm probably going to end up choosing the Kendrick Lamar quote only because the moment I heard it, it's something that I wrote down and it's just been a, a, like a standard 
attitude just take and go with it and run with it wherever it may be no matter how many times you fall you get back up and go again so um I love that. Sorry. I love that. I mean, and and you know, it's it's not dissimilar in in kind of its, its mm. sentiment, but yeah. but it, there's something you know. I, I think I think that's going to stay with me. Bounce back or bounce back, bounce backwards. I love that. Um, okay, if you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? I know the rules. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, first, of course, it will have to be something related to music. So. Um, my headphones, probably okay. uh, a Bose pair of headphones, that'll be great. I am an avid Manchester United fan. I, I, I love them more than I should, to be honest. Um, <laughs> You've had so, some pain recently as well. <laughs> very recent pain, um, which I'm sure people can relate. So I'll probably have to be like a Man United season ticket or something like that. Yeah. I'm into my caps. I love a cap. So I'm wearing a lot of caps to work recently. I don't know why yeah. I've got into the habit of that, but hey, so probably any sort of dark cap would be great okay. <laughs> um, I'm into my box sets I love a box set so House of Cards Land of Duty any one of those would be fine okay and last but not least and this is probably <laughs> it's probably one that I should probably <laughs> reduce more <laughs> I should reduce in terms of a habit but I love LucasAid Sport like, okay. absolutely <laughs> love Lucas sport. I have it in the morning, I have it for dinner. It's just, <laughs> it's, I, I love it. A crate of Lucas sport. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those will be my five. Um, and what is your single best skill? You know, in your own mind? No, in my own mind, I believe I have this ability to talk to anyone and everyone at yeah. any given moment. Yeah, I, I feel like. That if there's anything that I can point at and say okay that's one thing you can do is just make strangers feel welcome yeah so I don't know the exact skill but yeah. I know that that's the one thing that I can point at and say hey um I did ask people because once again I struggled myself and they did, they did say level-headed in crisis situations yeah which, which I couldn't point out myself but that communication skill just to be able to open up and embrace anyone is probably something that I would look at and uh, great, great talent for working at um, Essence Media Com. Obviously, also great talent for the podcast because you do make everyone feel comfortable and, and open up. Um, Thank you. So, what would you practice more? I've got, I think I've got a hint about this. What would you practice more if you had the time and space? Now, this is a difficult one because once again, I've got two, and I will pick one. But um, I, if there's one thing I really do regret, and that we were, we were talking about regret earlier, but this is something I really regret. Yeah. My my dad spent a lot of money on me when I was younger to force me to learn languages. Oh, okay. Um, when I was in yeah. school, yeah. I, you know, he paid for me to do it, learn French, and then uh, a little bit later, I also got learning German as well. Yeah. And I think at the time it was like you either do sports or you do the languages, and of course yeah. I went to sports because <laughs> that's, that's the idiot I was at the time. Uh, that's something I really, really do look at and think at some point I just need to, you know, back yeah. up my ideas and get into learning languages. And then okay. a second one, I have a good friend by the name of um, Aaron Philbert Chedic, and maybe a good five or six years ago, I was really interested in DJing. And he was yeah. like, well, if you're interested in DJing, get up and do it. A yeah. week later, he spent £200 to buy me a, um, a DJ deck. And, um, you know, I, st- I really started getting into it. I was gigging, I was doing loads of stuff. And then, of course, I started getting into the artist side of things and I kind of put yeah. that to the side. Yeah. But it is something that I look at and I'm like, oh, man, I, I do miss it. And 
you know the fact that someone actually thought about me to invested push me into the investing yeah, yeah. in me like that so mm. i'm gonna say languages only because i feel like i owe it to my dad to do so but um <laughs> yeah that's yeah. not where your heart is though right <laughs> i do know i do i really do uh, i think it's it's a unique skill to have yeah that would be that would be the one all right now i would have are you are now famous for guessing this next question i literally <laughs> would have no idea what to write down mm-hmm. and it is where in the world real or fiction would you like to live and why this was a hard one um there are various places in the world where i find peace um mm-hmm. My mother's village over in Ghana, um, mm. when I was last there in 2010, is probably one of the most peaceful places I've ever been. Wow. Um, and I really, really, really miss Ghana. And the fact that Ghana has now become like a, a high tourist location throughout Christmas, it's like a well-known thing that um, Ghanaians would return back home at Christmas and it's, you just can't afford it anymore. It's just so expensive. Okay. Yeah. With that said, the one place I would pick would be Amsterdam. Okay, and no, I had no idea about that. Okay. I think it complements the kind of lifestyle I'd like to live. A yeah. laid a laid back yeah. but progressive culture. Yeah. So um yeah, I say Amsterdam. Maybe one day. Mm. Now the question you cannot prepare for. Mm-hmm. Um they're from the school of life. I have to say, you know, as you know, we 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 kind of have a very random selection of questions i've just picked three out yep <clears throat> i'm gonna hold them up i'm gonna call them a b or c sasha which would you pick no one goes for c so i'm gonna go for c today. okay <laughs> excuse me okay and c says are you more attracted to a nomadic or a settled life and why a settled life i think just for my own anxiety levels, I need to know exactly what's going on, how it's going to go on, how I can cope, how the people around me can cope as well. I think I'm always looking outwardly as well as who else is with me, who's going to be affected by the things yeah. I decide in my life. So I think it would have to be settled. Um, I love that. I love that. I love the. I love the way you've answered that as well, um, because that's entirely what you do. And it's a great note. I think to finish on which is that you always look out for the people around you as well and and I felt that over the last kind of four years that we got to know each other um and I think everyone that does a podcast or listens to the podcast would um would feel that as well as well as of course your colleagues at work um Sasha <laughs> thank you so much and again congratulations on being a face to watch I think I've been sort of watching your face. That sounds such an odd thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, you know, for the last few years, and I've seen how you've you've kind of grown and developed. And I think the industry is right to uh, to to say let's let's keep watching, Sasha. Very grateful, honestly. Uh, much appreciated. Um, it wasn't something I expected. So to receive that is just out of the blue, and I'm I'm, I'm extremely delighted.